All right, and welcome everyone to another episode of the Senpai Kohai No Other Kind of Pie podcast. This is your <laughs> Kohai, Treshawn the Don. I'm joined tonight by Steven the Senpai. What's going on, Steven? How you doing tonight? I'm doing really good. I've got a lot of fun things to talk about tonight, and I'm excited to get into them. So without further ado, what do you think? Are you going to... You gonna hit me with another one of your quizzes? Is that I, what's gonna I happen? I got a quiz for you. I got a, I got oh, a little quiz. I don't, I don't think you got the answers though. I, I made this one a little bit more difficult. I'm, I've actually got some things I'm gonna have to say in Japanese. So what? Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm probably gonna skewer it. It's gonna be bad. So we're gonna go ahead and get right into our our quiz segment where I quiz Stephen. This this time we're doing catchphrases. Um, who's uh whose catchphrase is this? And what show do they belong to? Didn't we do this last week? <laughs> was that our first time last week? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It yeah. was. Yeah, that's right. We did Dr. Bio last week. You're right. So yeah. it's our second week of doing catchphrases. <laughs> the other time was attacks. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, so the first one is what a drag. What a drag? What a what drag. This? What is this? Clueless? Mm. As if. I didn't know. Uh didn't see clueless oh really yeah i know i was more of a mean guy's girl i mean <laughs> mean girl <laughs> guy take that as you will <laughs> all right uh you know gosh what is i actually know this i feel like uh i feel like i know this one i just gave you a hint for it too <laughs> really yeah oh uh, no I, versus uh dot the bio no way no uh yeah. it, is it sasuke mm-hmm I oh no it's uh, Shikamaru. Yep. Shikamaru. Yeah, because everything is exhausting to him. All he cares about is playing shogi and just trying not to do anything. There was the one time where they attacked the uh, the hidden leaf village, and he faked like he was poisoned, and he just laid down or faked like he was asleep under the genjutsu. I think. And oh God, just, that's uh, right. He was so lazy. He was such a little shit in the first uh, in the first half. Absolutely. And then he uh, got his uh, abusive girlfriend, and then she whipped him into shape. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was a, a very unexpected turn for him. Absolutely. To get a Tamari as, a, <laughs> as his old girl. Next up, I will punish you in the name of the moon. That's Sailor Moon. Usagi. Yeah. Wrong. What? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you got it. I was going to say, <laughs> you're lying to me, you little sack of crap. <laughs> Next up. Man, this is going to be one of the hard ones. Oh no! Oh my! Wow! <laughs> I messed it up. You already messed it up. It's it, but it's Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. It, it I, is. I know the it. one when I I like all you have to do is say the first word in the right yeah. like tone, and it's pretty much. Yep, that's I, it. I practiced it like six times before. Really? Being called? Yeah, I was like, I gotta get this right. I'm gonna do it. Oh my! Wow! Shindaru or something. <laughs> I, I messed it up. I, it, I, I think the best part is you probably practiced it a bunch and got pretty good at it and now that like you have to do it performance anxiety kicks in and then yep. you're just like Bleh. yeah god embarrassing it's Next okay oh yeah so you got it. it is kenshiro fist of the north star next yada yada das oh god uh no i don't know this one uh i i know of it in Jeez. Um it translates to good grief. Yeah. Like I keep wanting to say like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I don't like the character's not coming to mind. Uh uh like, I'm just gonna start naming JoJo characters. You could say JoJo and that would be would it be right? It is Jotaro. I was gonna say, is it Jotaro, the one with the goofy hat? Like, yeah, I, I love JoJo, and and it's it's got some style on it. But I always had a problem with his goofy ass outfit in that in that arc. Like, I liked John. I like Jonathan, and uh, I like uh, I like Giorno. Uh, Joseph's great too. Uh, Giorno is uh, so far. I, really? Uh, oh yeah, he is. He's way too much of a maverick to not enjoy. With his little spinning balls and just oh um, yeah, he, he's he's horrible, just great. Uh, yeah, I uh, like the thing is I watched I watched JoJo a long time ago. I started like I got really into it with Battle Tendency and Phantom Blood, and I did like and that's the thing is like it was still pretty early on when it was coming out when I first mm -hmm. got into it. 
So, and I started the third arc with Jotaro and then I got really busy and I never came back to it. And then somebody like people have shown me random episodes. So that's why I know of like a Giorno and just like, being on the internet, half of it's like, you know, like Giorno's theme is thrown on so much shit on videos and stuff like that. And so it's, it's, it's pretty iconic. And so I really need to take the time because the worst part about that is I own all of it on Blu-ray and I've I have no reason. I have good. no reason not to watch it. And it's just, it's foolish time management and I will fix that and watch Jojo. And I'm pretty sure Daryl will freak out and be really happy about it. Or your, I, bro- uh, your brother. <laughs> I stopped midway through the third season through Jotaro's uh, season. I can't remember mm. what it's called. It, I don't think it's Stardust Crusaders. I always mix it up. All the I'm pretty sure it's. Things. I'm pretty sure it is Stardust Crusaders. Oh, then okay. I thought it was going to be Diamond. It's <laughs> Unbreakable. I always mix uh, Diamond and Stardust Crusaders because I think it goes. Uh, I think it. I don't. I can't remember if it was Battle uh, Battle in Egypt first or Stardust Crusaders. Which which order it was? Like I said a long time ago. Um, but I know Diamond is is Unbreakable is before Golden Wind, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about. Um, oh, Stone announced- Ocean. Yeah. Yeah, they announced the next the next uh, the next arc as being animated. So I'm pretty excited about that, too. Apparently, it's one of the best ones. So I just I probably just need to do a big, huge Jojo. I like they say that about every Jojo season. Like, I mean, what, in all fairness, it's pretty it's, it's pretty enjoyable. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty great. I can't <laughs> I can't shame them for it. But, you know, they're not wrong. Like the title is perfect. The music is great. The characters are a hoot. Like it's action is really well done. I and the world is really cool and they keep doing wild things and uh yeah no i I really need to shit and get off the pot no yeah i think that's the phrase i don't know so next up our final one is (laughs) there's only one truth oh that's uh conan netagawa from detective conan oh okay yes detective conan i didn't get his last name so i i love detective conan um do you care if I tell a story about this? No, go ahead. I mean, we're okay. here to talk. So if you weren't talking, we wouldn't be here. Okay, absolutely. This kind of kind of ties into a future topic, but I I went to an anime convention here in Dallas, as a matter of fact, uh, Acon. I can't, I can't remember which year, but uh, they had Anime Jeopardy as one of their events, and so I had been I was there with a big group of friends of mine and things like that. So they encouraged me to take the uh, preliminary like little quiz they have and. There was two versions. There was the easy version and then there was the hard version. And I was like, all right, let's go for this easy one. Like, I, cause I bet it, I bet it is hard, you know, like, the, so the easy version should be like the stuff I can get. And the hard one's going to be for like the extreme people here. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah. So I filled out the little, the little prerequisite uh, quiz and it was really easy. It was like bleach, dragon ball, Naruto questions, nothing too crazy. Um, and so we went to the first event, which was the easy version. I was like, all right, let's do this. And I was like, wait, how does this work? Because they had the table and there's like three chairs. And it's like, it turns out it was just like a, they randomly selected people. Um, I think they rolled a dice or something like that. And so we were there and you're like, just kind of crossing your fingers. You're like, all right, well, this will at least be fun to watch if I don't get chosen. So, and I didn't get chosen for the easy one. And I was, you know, kind of like, oh, it's kind of a bummer, but hey, let's do this. And they let the crowd like try to answer in place of the people and stuff like that. Like, it's like, you know, people just yelling stuff out. It's a really actually enjoyable experience. And the people emceeing it were, were really, really good at handling the whole situation. So it went down without any trouble, which is great because there's always a troll in the crowd if you're not too careful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like so many of my friends watched that one and then. We were like, we were all, we all kind of split up to go shopping because that's, that's really what you do at, at an anime convention, or at least what I do. I was really, really starting to get into figures. So I was like carrying like six figures around with me and I was like, I gotta take this back to the hotel room. Um, but I went back out to the floor and I hadn't really met up with anybody. We had texted to like meet up at the, the anime Jeopardy thing. So I went over there and I was by myself, except for, uh, my friend Brandon, um, was there with me. And it was the hard one. And so they started rolling dice and calling out names. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm really tired. And I got all this other stuff I want to do. So I, they hadn't called the last name, but I was literally on my way out the door. And then then they called my name. And uh, so I I was like, okay, cool. And my friend, you know, Brandon's like, yeah, let's fucking do this. And all my other friends kind of showed up and sat up in like the third row or whatever. And I'm sitting on at this table and they start asking questions. Like, I don't know if I was just really 
into whatever was going on like that season or or the case they started asking questions and i was nailing them like i was just killing the competition like naming voice actors naming studios of animation like uh directors of movies uh just i think they had like some kind of like random question about like a no-name slice of life uh show that season and i nailed that one too and of course uh so i was was doing really good i felt really good about myself i was like yeah i'm killing this i got it um and then we got to the anime name that tune moment and i was doing really well on that one too and they played they the last one was for the most points of that category and they played one note and this girl straight up damn near broke the table like but like buzzing in and it's and she was like oran high hose club like she knew immediately that uh that that song by note one and i was like all right I'll, i'll give it up that's cool but we ended up getting to final jeopardy and i ended up winning like there's there's a lot of it was really fun like my friends were like losing their mind in the third row and um the prize was the five seasons of case clothes that they released here in america and pretty cool yeah it was a i got like a raw and t-shirt and i think i got uh, a couple other like swag things uh there's like a bag and and stuff like that but the, the real value was the case closed and i i hate to admit this I think I missed most of the last day of that con because I, I had never seen it. And I was like, all right, well, I got five seasons now. Let's check this bad boy out. I think I finished you season two. watching it? Yes, at the con. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I think I, I binged it. And I, I watched the first two seasons in like uh, like a 20-hour period, I think. Something, something crazy. It was what? just all Conan all the time. And it's... Uh, it, while I, I hate the, the renaming of characters in the English dub and stuff like that, um, it's actually a really solid detective show. A lot of like a closed room murder mysteries and stuff like that. I think in the first episode, he solves a mystery where somebody gets decapitated on a roller coaster. And it's like this like really kind of like wild setup to do it. And the more and more I watched Case Closed, I, uh, I used to download all the episodes because I don't know if you know this, like there's like, I think 900 something episodes or something like that now. And there's like 16 movies and like TV specials and stuff like that. Like uh, one of my favorite movies, I, I think it was one of the movies, is where like the the older detective guy, uh, his he would find out why he, he, he and his wife aren't together anymore. Anyways, I'm getting way off on a tangent, but I love Case Closed. Please bring the rest of Case Closed to America. I will watch all thousand episodes. All of it. Wow. <laughs> just, I just broke the co-high. <laughs> why is there so much case closed it's it, mysteries never get old i don't know and, there's only so many times you can use the formula that's why scooby-doo uh, is redone so much oh uh, no way man uh, It's absolutely just constantly good mysteries and they drip they dribble in enough of the uh the actual overarching story like every like 80 episodes enough to kind of like pull you right back in so mm-hmm. okay if you say <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if i could get with that all right, so so I, I handled that pretty well. I don't I didn't need as many hints this time around, so that makes me feel good. I don't know. I feel like I had to hint you pretty hard, but you did get them all. The, the drag one, yes. Yeah, see, see, Naruto, Naruto for me is uh, like I read the manga primarily. Like uh, I, when Shippuden started hitting like episode three hundred and stuff like that, I was like, uh, I'm just gonna read the manga. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like they didn't end up at like six hundred episodes. I think so. Six or seven hundred episodes. Jesus. I think so. I, got, I was nuts. I, I can't imagine that. Um, but anyways, I, I, I feel like I did a pretty good job. I'm proud of you. You get a stamp. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm going to put that on the calendar. Kohai validation. It's a yes. it's worth nothing. But what is worth <laughs> something is whatever you may be watching. Stephen, what are you watching? Oh, I'm about to disappoint you. I uh. I'm only watching a couple things right now, and it's basically because I'm just keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm watching the detective is already uh, the detective is already dead. That's still um, going on. Yeah, it's it started this season, so it's only five episodes in. Oh, I feel like we've talked about it like six times already. I've talked about it on two two occasions on this podcast. We're and... already on like season twelve of the podcast. There's no way it's gone on <laughs> this long. No way. I'm pretty sure you don't know how time works. I'm actually very bad at counting time i can't i can't grasp how to do it i I, (laughs) getting from one point to another is pretty bad for 
my measurements, but I'll be I'll be somewhere at the right time. But if you ask me how many hours have passed or how many years, months, and days, I have a hard time giving an accurate number because of how I count the day of and the day before. And really? my wife have tried to figure this out because she'll give me a number. I'm like, well, no, we, we've been here like six days. Well, we've only been here like three or four. I'm like, no, this is totally, and it's it's really what? weird. I what? don't know. I don't know how it. How do you get six from three? Like, like I actually like I'm gonna later on. I'm gonna have you get a whiteboard out and like map this for me because I mean, that's not. not... It, it, that's an extreme <laughs> case, but like, like I, I mean, I just I'm... have a hard time counting. Is this like, kind of like one of those things? Like, uh, some people think the week starts on Sunday, and some people think the week starts on Monday. Kind of, but like I think time starts at. <laughs> zero 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 and then it it just goes from there and so oh if gosh. you ask me how many hours have passed i'm like well let's see we're at at, at one o'clock and it's two o'clock i mean it's been one hour but <laughs> i wish i had a better example and like if we're I... at, if we're at three o'clock i'm like well okay it could have been two hours but it's really only been one hour. In some cases, depending on how I got there and when I got there, it's it's time traveling is really I, what I'm doing. You must struggle with time travel movies. No, no. I, I can keep up with... As long as they aren't showing time and numbers, I'm mm-hmm. okay about it. But so it's the numbers that throw you off. I like actually, Maybe. Maybe the numbers are, are really what messed me up. But like, as long as I can keep a timeline like action-wise, like, oh, okay, they flush the toilet. They wipe their butt. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping track of what's going on here. Is it is that the reverse order? <laughs> what you said? They flush the toilet and then wipe their butt. Like that's the rever- that's the reverse order of how you handle that. You don't flush it. So what are you watching again? The detective. Is already dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the detective is already dead. Is a, is a series that I I'm really not sold on yet. Uh, the detective work is. It's not as complex as, like, say, something as Detective Conan. Um, it's Some of it is a little easy to see or, like, really kind of not as impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this mysterious organization they're fighting that really there's not a lot of information about. Um, and, and he's sarcastic and, and, it, like, and just, which is a lot of fun. He's, he's really, to me, he's a lot of fun because he's sarcastic and doesn't take anything seriously, but he clearly seems to be pretty capable and then, and then, like just in the most recent episode, they introduced like some more supernatural stuff, and and the thing is, like, there's so much being added in each time I watch an episode, and they're drip feeding information. Like, for instance, like they they have an episode with the main detective girl that he met in the first place, and which is the start of the series, and then you find out that apparently she's dead. And so they do a storyline with the current timeline. And then the most recent episode was a storyline from before with the original detective girl again. So it's kind of a lot of jumping back and forth and it's like introducing new characters constantly. And then, then a character gets killed off and then with the mysteries like going on, it's a, uh, it's really, it's really all over the place. And you know, I'm actually well past the, the point where I usually drop things, but I'm kind of hoping it's kind of one of those like memento sort of things where all the details kind of come together and I'm just hoping it doesn't disappoint me. So that is one of the, one of the big things that I'm watching. The other one is one I'm going to talk about that I talk about every week and I continue to extol the virtues of what is essentially the most like sleeper unknown, fantastic shonen show ever. And that is welcome to demon school. Iruma Kun. God damn <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I need you to understand that this is my this is my new Naruto. This this show is fantastic. And it's the same formula. Same formula. There's there's some, you know, demon world stuff going on, kind of like the ninja world stuff going on. There's your kind of unwanted kind of hapless hero um that happens to actually accidentally just be good at stuff and starts to like sheer willpower gets him through. And then the cast expands. They all have their own things. Kind of like Naruto, but it mixes in a lot more comedy if I had to say anything, but it is, it's really good. Like I, I'm loving the, the story arc they're in right now. They're uh, at an amusement park and it got uh, attacked by magical beasts by an evil organization. Um, 
of demons that are trying to go back to the original form and so they're kind of fighting that off without getting into it and there's some great moments in in that episode um and uh it shows shows off a lot of what all the characters can do and it's just every time one of the arcs comes along it's well paced the characters are fun funny but also like really badass at the same time and so it it really does a great balance of comedy action overall storyline and kind of expanding the world every time a new season or a new arc comes about um and see i've read ahead in the manga of course because i I just couldn't get enough and uh i'm pretty excited because it looks like it's going to be a full core for season two all the way up to another like episode 25 so i think they're going to make it through the harvest festival arc which the harvest festival is my favorite part of the manga so far and uh i'm really excited for that i'm also going to make you watch it at some point Man, I uh, I can't wait for them to be done with Demon's Core or Rumacoon. <laughs> it's actually it's actually like becoming pretty popular. It's uh it's in the like top choices like slot for Crunchyroll a lot. Mm. So I'll believe it. It it sounds like it has a lot of good perks about it and all that. Because nor- I think I've seen the slots you talk about. They normally post them like, "Hey, this is what was watched this week," and mm-hmm. it's always quite an interesting mixed bag huh yeah anime that's that's watched Uh, i always like trying to see if i could predict it is that all you're watching is just those two keeping up with them it is so that one was those two were the only two i had time to keep up with this week um Mm -hmm. i've uh i finished one yeah i finished the show um i wrapped uh i wrapped up uh we're gonna get there what you got? Yeah, like What'd my brain finish? just my brain just dropped out. Um, I wrapped up Tyler. Oh, okay. Irresponsible Captain Tyler, and I have lots to say about that, and I think I'll save it for another time. Um, okay. Might even make 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 a little feature about it because it's just twenty six episodes television show, twelve episode OVA. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of like things that made me feel things about that series and i really i really just don't want to give it uh like a half-assed uh kind of review because yeah. it deserves more than that so i think i'd actually like to write some detailed stuff for maybe like a future episode and and uh kind of extol the virtues of irresponsible space captain tyler so. we can uh we can post it to my only fans if you'd like okay uh, it's, it's gonna go great with all that porn mm-hmm. it's not porn, <laughs> it's art it's, it's art. art oh okay now that explains all the pain yeah oh boy all right <laughs> so <laughs> that could have gone so much worse that that joke really was already tasteless and probably not a good one but it, it could have gone a million times worse no it, it's always just throwing shit at a wall and see what sticks uh, jackson so pollock I, um what are you watching <laughs> uh, me and, so me and my wife we, we normally watch an anime together and now that we finished uh, fruits basket we've kind of been taking a break but uh she's been talking to me about watching yona of the dawn and oh yeah because it, it just sounds so drama filled and like a nice romance to have so not a nice romance it's about this princess or this girl who falls in love with the boy and right before they can get married or engaged she sees that he is killing her father and that's from the synopsis on Funimation. And I was like, ooh. And she was like, ooh, ooh. And so that's what we're watching now. Or what we're nice. going to be watching. We so is this like an isekai? Is that is that what this is? Oh, God, it better not be. <laughs> it better not be. So I know it's not an isekai. It's actually okay. kind of like, it's it's kind of like, it's a kind of a warrior girl kind of thing going on. That's it what has, it looks like. It has mad uh, Fushigi Yugi vibes like i don't know if you ever saw that show know anything about it no um show it's a show in a manga by you Watase, who's known for uh, several series and she wrote this series it's about these girls like the, it, that's what's funny is fushiki yugi is essentially an isekai these two school girls get sent off to a uh some some other world and one of them ends up becoming the priestess uh, uh that has to go do something her name is miyaka she's kind of annoying in the show but that that was kind of a trope in the 90s um but she has all these beautiful guys warriors that uh, tag like she meets and tags along with her it's, oh, it's very nice little reverse harem 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but like whenever I've seen anything for Yona, uh, it does have kind of that same vibe because like whenever she goes to the other world, it's it, like the, the fashion is more like old Chinese and or Japanese in in style. Like it, it seems more. Yeah. Not, no, no, sorry. No, not not Yona Fushigi Yugi. Oh, OK. Yeah, because Fushigi Yugi, she really does go to another world. And so and that's really cool. And the whole idea in the end is to get back to a degree. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what makes it like not what people consider an isekai these days is because a lot of isekai is all about like the get, like getting used to the world. And like sometimes people forget that they're from another world entirely and just live in the new world. Whereas right. like stuff like back then, um, they were pretty focused on getting back home to Japan. And so that uh but, but Fushigi Yugi kind of has that uh, same style as Yona and I'm curious to see what you think of more of it and what details you can tell me or maybe I'll just jump in there and start watching it or something okay we should be starting that here soon we we kind of just made the decision tonight because we looked through my list of animes and uh after getting through all the all the uh ones she definitely wouldn't be watching is it those cultured shows very cultured volleyball ones and it's like oh no not those that's not amazing those. i i love the fact that you and your wife watch anime together it's fun she uh, she came in watching uh or not watching uh she grew up reading fruits basket and i think she watched another show they they watched sailor moon as kids and so she she's no newbie to anime she uh she enjoys it she knows uh she knows what it's about and what to expect it is always refreshing to have a partner that you know uh is either interested or at least it, it understands it enough of, to not really be an issue yeah. you know i've i've i had dated people in the past that you know were like why do you like this weird cartoons and i was like ah okay this is weird and awkward but uh i don't no, have that it's... problem anymore <laughs> That's good because I, I know I would be in trouble if I didn't have my wife because I'm watching Food Wars and someone just walks in and I just I'm not gonna be able to explain myself. You just you're either <laughs> gonna have to sit here and watch that or you're gonna have to leave. It's the I've amount of people that get naked. Cooking. The people that get naked whenever they eat something is always hilarious. That's me. how I'm doing it. That that's how I'm like every time. But <laughs> apart from Yona of the Dawn, I just uh, I just and this will actually bring us into. Uh, probably probably a debate but i just finished k on uh the the musical girl anime uh about oh, oh man girl <laughs> these high school girls and I, as you said it last time cute girls doing cute things and I, I couldn't agree more um however i did binge it and i finished it and i was talking to my brother about it and i realized nothing was really happening in the show and I, I, part of me has a problem with that. I, I like progress. I like things that go places. And so a show that is stagnant or things that are stagnant, I have, uh, I have problems returning to. So I had to force myself through the last couple episodes because it wasn't going anywhere. And I realized it. And I was like, oh, we're not going for anything here. There's nothing... There's no way I'm not I'm not failing high school or anything. There's the big battle of the bands to go for, and it and it hurt me. And I was like, ah, I could be watching Dragon Quest or something because I showed some <laughs> really cool clips of Die doing a zapple. And I was like, God, that's fucking sick. But instead, I was watching K on, and it was nice. I really liked it. All the girls were really fun to get to know and see doing their things seeing the two beach episodes, seeing the school festival episode, a lot of tropes, a lot of tropes in the show. <laughs> and I was just, until they brought in the new girl, I was just sitting there watching it mindless, eating my cereal. Cause I watch anime normally in the morning before I go to work. And I was like, I can't even tell you what's going on here. I, that, what is the show? What are we doing? And I started telling my brother this because he's a big fan of the shows. And I was like, you know, these are kind of like life and farming sims. Oh, my where God. They, they kind of just exist and you kind of <laughs> witness them. And this was a grave offense, apparently. And I, I've been banned from my own Discord. 
I I'm not gonna lie. It, like I don't blame them. I don't blame them. That the Discord gave you a freaking trial immediately. They everybody got out of idle mode and came onto the Discord <laughs> to point out how terrible of a take that is. Man, but <laughs> the hottest take. I just don't understand how it's not comparable i guess so it's for well i I I do get it i I do understand it it's a little bit of a a stretch to really call them that i'm saying it for dramatic effect more than anything else but like i I don't know i'm trying to think the last thing i watched where nothing happened i think it was zombie land saga which i really enjoyed because it was just more musical girl stuff um but they never explained anything well i haven't got to season two yet and I enjoyed it. It was really funny throughout. A little bit more humorous than K-On! A little bit more music focused. But it wasn't as friendly and wholesome as K-On! is. And I realized at the end, or me and my wife, we were watching it together. And we realized in the last couple episodes, we're not going anywhere with this. This is just a show about girls in a band. And friendship. What? You didn't watch season two? Not yet. I'm waiting on the dub. Because... <laughs> Because the guy that's the manager, Rico Fajardo, I got her. I can't remember how to say his last name, but that that guy is the star of the show. And he is he is so funny. The way he degrades the girls it is so funny. You think I'm? I can't even imitate him. I can't. Oh, so funny. I was talking about season two of K on. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to for a while. I, <laughs> I cannot. It's my brother told me it was 26 episodes. I barely made it through the 13 in season one. I mean, so I kind of see where you're going with that. And I'm sorry. I'm kind of just tracking off into your hot take here and and, and commentary on it. But I mean, I think you're wrong on comparing it to farming simulators because most of them that you're going to be comparing them to like it's uh, how do I describe this? K-On! is breezy and fun because you're sharing something with those characters. And they do grow. They're just not doing or growing the way you want them to. And that's the thing. It's like it's not like it's not for you because it's you're supposed to be enjoying those little moments. Like when they're trying to learn their instruments, uh, they're trying to get an advisor. Like, can we actually play a show at the festival? Um, and just them learning along the way and kind of like the weird little fun jokes. They they get into the hijinks and it's a it, uh, there's a phrase for that kind of show. I think it's like Fua Fua. It's like a, it's very fluffy, I guess. Um, if there's a category. Oh my gosh. Is it, is it farming sim? Is it? No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Look, that's... as I'm, I'm getting upset now because you're insulting <laughs> my farming games. All right. And by the way, I play Rune Factory, mofo. I, but uh, I feel like Rune Factory had a lot more development than Kaon did. It still had farming, you motherfucker. <laughs> but with a purpose, with a purpose. And now it's look, and those games are hard work. You have to plan things, you have to time things, you have to invest in the right stuff. There's stuff to it. You just aren't good at that. Ah, <laughs> I see. I discredited the farming games, not the anime. And, and look, okay, so there is a, there is a, yes, absolutely. That's one of my saltiest positions on this one. Like that, like I, I don't, I think, I think you, you don't get what is great about that genre, so that's why you can e- you can you can easily compare it to something <laughs> that you also don't understand in the anime world. I can um, put it all in the toilet and just just dump on it. Look, I I, God. <laughs> I, I can admit that K-On is not the most interactive or like super interesting version, and it's also one of the earliest ones. I mean, it's from the era of, like, Moe Blobs. Like, this was a whole era where there was a lot of, like, cute kind of, like, almost like, puffy girl designs. Like, it was all about, like, the Moe like, cute feeling that girls gave off, so you you would commonly see that. I mean, I'd um, that. there's a lot of, of series in that genre. Like, one of my favorites is Lucky Star, and it's, it's, it's kind of this wacky, like, almost otaku- kind of like centered series that does the same thing. It's like these four girls and eventually more girls that they know from the school, just having little vignettes of like jokes and kind of like interactions. Some of them are really dumb. 
I think they do like a, a solid like five minute scene on like how to eat a chocolate coronet that I was like, it's it's very non sequitur. But and I was like, that that's a dumb, dumb one. But they have they have other scenes where like they have a character that has like hair drills and like she takes it off. Like it's like it's something and it's just like a really funny moment. I think uh, my favorite is like there's a there's a kind of an idle cutesy character that does like a closing show with uh, one of the other characters. And the joke is, is that she's supposed to be super cutesy, but they keep capturing her on camera when she thinks she's not. And she's like this chain smoking, just bitter like and she looks like a little like a girl a little moe girl but she's like bitter and chain smokes and just like talk like constantly abuses the other guy on the show and it's 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 hilarious lucky that's actually star. yeah yeah and and that's the thing is like some of it's a pretty otaku centric i think they have a lot of jokes about comic hat and like when they go to comic hat and you know there's different characters that have different tropes associated with them and they they have fun with it uh but i'd honestly say the little like ending scene with the characters i just mentioned there is actually the funniest but it was uh, but it was also the same thing like all the girls were like kind of like chibi characters very rounded faces they were cute and they mm-hmm. were they were moe um and so kaon was definitely like peak peak moe blob like i think i think that uh i think when kaon had its its heyday like i think after that it was kind of downhill i think a lot of series a lot of studios tried to emulate it in the success of it and just really didn't pull it off. I think the only company that really ever pulled off a lot of the real genuine success of that genre was Kyoto Animation because they animated Lucky Star, they animated K-On, they animated Sound Euphonium, which was another show about girls and musical instruments. Um, yeah, there's more than one, buddy. But these shows were about relaxing. They were they no, they were about relaxing and growing with the character, and like they weren't, they weren't something that you know. There was progress. It just wasn't the kind of speed and action that you were looking for. Like you're talking about freaking Dragon Quest. uh, Was it the Adventures of Die Mm -hmm. or Die's Adventure or something like that? It's a warrior show. Like he like the anime is based on an epic RPG. Of course, the things that are happening, the paces that are going to happen, is different. You just but have terrible taste. That could be right. That could be right. <laughs> but that's that's just how I look at a lot of things too. Oh no! Is I if it. I can't if I can't see progress or if I can't look at progress being made, then I'm not really enjoying too much of it. Like, what was it? Not a Kame got kill, but I think there was another mm. anime like it where it had a slow moving plot, but and there was a lot going on. But when you took a step back, there was it was just a lot of noise and there wasn't a lot moving. And so it was, I, I just I had to stop that one. I mean, it was right up my alley. It was like action fighting, real sci-fi waifu stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, this, this ain't it. There's not, I, I can't just sit here and not have this go nowhere. I need, See, a, I need a goal. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I all jokes aside, I absolutely understand that. I mean, not, one of the things that for me, like I had to really break about myself was when I was younger, there wasn't a lot of anime available. So when you got it, you liked everything. Like there was no bad anime because there was only so much to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, you know, at least that was the, the way it was in my head back then. But as as I got older and more and more shows came out, more types of genres and stuff like that, uh, I just had to become more choosy. And I'd say that, you know, I had to recognize there were certain shows that I, I liked and I disliked. It, it's funny because there's, you know, there's a show that it sounds like something I should like, but I, I ended up not liking it at all. Have you ever heard of Strike Witches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it there's, there's multiple shows that were kind of like it around that time. Um, there's Strike Witches, uh, Vivid Dread Operation, and I think there was AKB... 0048 where they, they tried to kind of do like a cross promotion where like the the idols unit was like you know piloted mechs or something like that. don't quote me on that my friend watched it and then told me about it and uh i heard the dub was terrible so that uh, it, it didn't help either but i watched the first season of strike richard which is which uh it was totally that uh the it was kind of like that cute girl like it was basically like airplanes as cute girls but like they had no pants on like so they're like they basically had like kind of like tops and then just their underwear and then they had like these uh you know plane parts that they would fly around on and fight aliens and stuff with that 
And the problem was, is it, it was clearly something that sold merch, I guess. But it, it, it was just none of the, the none of the story really had any depth to it. From what I like, I watched. I was like, OK, so, you know, this girl joins. We meet all the other girls. They're fighting aliens. There might be something going on. But like, it's all very obtuse. It, it, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun for me. Like, I, I actually got bored. But I, you know me, I'll push my way through a series, even if I get bored. Um, but I had to acknowledge I didn't like it. So I didn't go back for the second season or any of the follow up to it. A lot of people liked it and th- that's their cup of tea. Just like in this case, like a lot of the like kind of like cute girls doing cute things uh, genre, which I love. I absolutely love it, especially if they do something quirky and, and unique. Um, and, and, you know, of course, that doesn't always apply for me too. like I told you about uh, what is it, a channel, a channel. Mm-hmm. Um I, I there's another cute girls doing cute things a series that I just there were so many series that had done similar things but better so I couldn't get through it um but that's that's the thing is like you know you start out wanting to like everything and then you realize there's only so much time in the world and there's only so many things you like and there's nothing wrong with that I still think you're wrong for comparing it to farming simulators you jerk but I understand you also can't play stealth games that's that's due to a personality flaw. <laughs> I don't think that's a perception flaw. I think uh, it's a personality flaw. I think. Speaking of games, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I I sorry, think... I didn't mean to pick on you too much, there, buddy. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I, uh, I, if it's not known already, far, farming life sims and stealth games are definitely not my genres. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a hard thing for me to get through. I'm not patient. I'm not a. I can't do it uh, on turn based games. I can, but not on those guys. I had to ask. Okay, so how do you feel about games like Minecraft, The Forest, Don't Starve, like the ones where you gather and craft constantly? Absolutely not. Absolutely I'll, not. I'll play Minecraft in like very sparing instances. Like I, I think the last time I I did it was like on a xbox years ago Mm -hmm. and it was just to make the teen titans tower like i had a goal in mind and it was oh teen titans tower and once i did it out good choice didn't good choice yeah yeah uh i get that um it's funny because i like a lot of crafting in my games but there has to be other elements to it Mm -hmm. um and I, I can't. I don't think I could do the in-depth stuff that like Minecraft and Valheim and don't start. No. Like I, I get bored. I, I get frustrated and tired. Um, whereas like I have games like Atelier, the Atelier series, and you know, has its crafting and its alchemy and everything. But I like a lot of the, like learning the system and kind of like figuring out how to combine stuff to get the right elements on it or the right like traits on the items that's interesting to me and there there's there's a finite amount of things you can do whereas like i think minecraft and other games like it um they intimidate me because they are open to do so much for so long and when you're when you're older and you're an adult and you have things to do you only have so much time for gaming so i think that's why i lean much heavier into story-based games action-based games you know things of that nature you know when i want to relax i play a farming sim but i still have to mix in action if i'm being completely honest i mean stardew valley rune factory uh, it's hard for me to go back to old like story of seasons or harvest moon yeah i found that as i've i've started playing other games or more games i've kind of just leaned towards more i guess turn-based jrpgs mm-hmm. and i've found that i want more challenge in it to grind in, and i think that grinding is kind of a soothing thing for me to do because i can just go press buttons and just do whatever and just kind of be on autopilot while i grind i Mm -hmm. guess that's farming of any sort for me um and i like doing that with the purpose of whatever i'm doing in the end because i like over leveling so that i'm comfortable wherever i'm going to be going to and i like looking for secret and optional bosses and getting whatever i can so like right now i'm playing final fantasy 7 and i know i'm gonna fight that ruby and emerald Oh, ah, nice. And so I'm just fighting everything I can and just grinding on, on my way to different story segments. So oh, I nice. Can, uh, get ready for those guys after I get my materials. So you're playing Final Fantasy VII, huh? Oh, like yeah. the original? Yes, sir. I think. How uh, you how you liking it so far? I fucking love it. I know <laughs> a couple episodes back, like, oh, I would never play that. That's, that's ugly. Those oh, graphics are shit. Yeah. I, think, I won't touch actually, it. I think that's the verbatim quote I said. 
<laughs> but I, I don't know if I've talked about it on here. It may have just been in our group chat, but next year is going to be my year of Final Fantasy, where I'm playing nothing but Final Fantasy games. And so, after uh, after beating Fire Emblem Three Houses, I've had this void in my heart where <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself, and I don't know what big game to fill it with next. So. I just went ahead and started Final Fantasy VII to kind of get a, a start on what I'm playing next year. And I am not disappointed. I'm like six, seven hours in. And I'm already past the point where Final Fantasy VII Remake ended. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, man. Which is like a good fifth past the game. Oh, yeah. Which really surprised me. Because they really fleshed out Final Fantasy VII Remake for no reason. I really don't even see the point of the remake because there's so much you don't need, which I I appreciate maybe a different perspective on things, but it almost made me look at, you know, what, what is the point in more when you can really Mm -hmm. just get across the basic story substance and just kind of get going on a game so that you can get out a quality product. If that makes sense, I don't know if you're no, elaborating it, that well. So, no, it makes sense. Uh, so if I could put it in my own words, uh, I'd say that what you're experiencing is the reason why you like Final Fantasy VII, the original game, better is because it is, because it is better paced. And that's the thing. is like I, I can agree with that statement. Final Fantasy VII Remake is, it is a spectacle. It is anime episodes, it, that, in my opinion, like with a really tight battle system built around it but let's let's be honest a lot of what final fantasy 7 remake is about is the visuals and and like getting that feeling of playing advent children or you know learning more about the world of final fantasy 7 if you really wanted to do that um but that's the thing is like not everybody is into that in-depth stuff i mean and and of course now you know you have other elements of it which i'm not going to spoil anything from the end of the remake but there's there's more to it now and I'm curious to see how, like, because the thing is, you haven't got, like, you're still really early in Final Fantasy VII, and there's a lot of cool elements about the game that you haven't even reached yet. And, you know, there's side stories and um, optional summon materia and optional bosses, and, you know, there's an entire storyline you can just straight up skip. Like, it's so, like, a character's backstory can just outright be skipped. As a matter of fact, there's two characters you can just not get. So you read about him. I, yeah. I've tried to make sure I can get because I want Vincent. I know Vincent can be missed. I'm not. I'm not missing Vincent. Uh, you He's love. You I'm love Dirge of Cerebus, didn't That's you? It. I'm yeah. an agent. I'm a name him Dirge of Cerberus, and then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to beat the game. Yeah. No. It it is a great game. See, I think I think actually that Final Fantasy VII is responsible for introducing elements into the series that became ubiquitous um mini games and uh you know certain visual things that they really wanted to bring to the series um you know i think it's a the really the first game in the series that had a lot of mini games in it um the summons weren't just like you know static images that came on the screen and did something and then disappeared like they they were summoned out of ether and they performed actual movements and there was actual uh elements whenever like a phoenix used fire if there was a nice one it was actually ice and it was really well i mean at the time it was really well <laughs> rendered um my the pre-rendered I, or, or sorry we, I, didn't, no. I didn't mean to interrupt i just want to interject real quick my wife and i were watching trailers for final fantasy 7 because i was telling her about me playing final fantasy and she knows i i really enjoy final fantasy and dragon quest and uh so i've shown her the trailers for it and it's just horrible it's just looking back at that. It's like the newest game of the year. And it shows like that CG trailer of Midgar zooming up and cloud on his bike before you oh, do the yeah. chase to escape Midgar. And it's, it was horrible. It was so yeah. good. She was like, that's what you're playing. And I was like, I know 2021 yeah. a different standard, but I mean, I, you know, all like kind of like, Weird story beats aside, which you'll you'll see what I'm talking about as you go. This, Final Fantasy VII is a solid game for a reason. Um, you know, I I constantly harass you about Final Fantasy VI, but Final Fantasy VII is still a really good choice. And if you're having a year of Final Fantasy, that means I'll get my wish at some point. Um, but 
I will say Final Fantasy VII holds it pretty close. Like it's in the top three, top three for me, absolutely. What's um, the other one? Six, seven. Oh, uh, the other one. <laughs> uh, four. No, not four. Twelve. Um, uh, uh, yes, it was twelve. I loved twelve, and I'm going to tell you why. Twelve is essentially Final Fantasy VI with like MMO battle stuff going on. Like I, I need you to know, there's an evil empire. You got spunky folks trying to fight against it like i loved the battle system the characters were fun uh the job system was really cool i, I loved the little checkerboard thing like great i just had a, i had a lot of fun with it and yeah i like for people that can't see uh trey like i can he damn near rolled his eyeballs all the way off his chair <laughs> um so yeah two things i hear about from steven the most it is final fantasy 6 and welcome to Demon School of Rumokun. It's true. <laughs> like people, I think anybody that listens to our show on the regular will be like, enough. Or they'll discover the greatness that is Final Fantasy VI and Welcome to Demon School of Rumokun. Yeah, they'll give one. I'm, I'm going to get some of the I'm going to get some of the boys on it, and then you'll be like singled out like always. So always, <laughs> <laughs> they always get you every time, man. Always, no hesitation. Uh, so so is that mainly what you're playing right now? Are you mixing in anything else? primarily um i'm still getting in scarlet nexus every once in a while um i just find i can't sit and play it for too long um mm-hmm. because i'm worried about like i don't know what i'm worried about it's just i don't play it for too long but final fantasy 7 i can sit there and play just because it's on my switch um and then on my ds i'm playing shin megami tensei 4 still um i'm about 10 15 hours in that as well oh nice making I'm some about, good progress i think i'm about a third of the way through the game uh, whenever i start a game i look up a chapter list mm-hmm. that way i can gauge where i'm at so i can know hey i can start another game or i cannot not not yet i've uh i've kind of got my arms full with these three yeah they're quite some big ones i'm hoping to wrap up at least scarlet nexus by the end of the month and then maybe final fantasy 7 a little bit afterwards with how fat or with how much i'm playing it because i am i'm putting hours in i started it thursday i think mm-hmm. wednesday or thursday and I'm, I'm already 10 in just i i can't stop i'm just wow. enjoying it too much so you're like a weekend and you're just like going hardcore i woke up nice. early, stayed up late just played it we, oh that's right you're usually a early like a go to bed early kind of guy yeah we we were playing pokemon unite one night and my phone died and everyone thought I ditched him to play Final Fantasy VII. That's a, really, I didn't see my, that. <laughs> I just went and laid down with the baby, and I just grabbed Final Fantasy VII on my Switch. That's where I'm playing it at. I just started yeah. playing it. <laughs> you did abandon them for Final Fantasy VII. That may, That's amazing. That may be how it looked, but it wasn't how it <laughs> That wasn't what it was. Oh, man. I don't blame you. Solid choice. Solid choice. The Pokemon Unite is uh, it's fun in small bursts. Yeah, so. I think I'm done with it. I don't know. I think I'm over. I I think the entire friend group basically got over it in like about like two nights. Well, we we binged it those two nights. We we were fighting online. We got our asses beat. Our cheeks clapped <laughs> so many times. It was horrible. I, I I don't know if it's just the learning curve is. I I don't I don't think steep, but I think some people have already mastered that curve in a way that we weren't ready for. Mm-hmm. so i don't know it was interesting the very competitive genre yeah but well, what are you playing steven uh what am i playing i'm playing persona 5 and i'm playing fire emblem three houses and i am making small but steady progress on them i i may be focusing a little more on trying to get through persona 5 at the moment because somebody screamed at me in the, the discord channel that i should finish at least one of our book club games before the end of the year (laughs) you're not working on three of the book club games (laughs) absolutely um but on the other hand i'm also playing a new uh 3ds game and it's it's probably unexpected and it's not really one that most people even bothered with i'm playing project x zone 2 and uh, i don't know if you know this series it's basically a crossover rpg um with characters from like capcom and, and namco and uh all that stuff so like you actually like it's got this really wacky story where all these like characters cross over into the same universe think super robot wars but not mechs um 
you got like some Valkyrie Chronicles characters. You got some God Eater characters. Um, oh, I have yeah. seen the cover for this. So yes, it's, it's not a fighter though. No, it's not a fighter. Um, it's an RPG. Um, so okay. way back when there was a there was an RPG like this called I think it was called Namco X Capcom. I actually own it. It's somewhere in my storage, and it was the same thing. So like you're bat you there's a story going on, and it's really this the most flimsy plot in the world, but the it's tactics but when you go into battle you do button presses to perform certain actions and combos and switch out characters and things like that and it's it's all sprite work and it's like really well animated and everything and it's a lot of fun it's a guilty pleasure for me i mean it's definitely i don't feel like i have to commit to it Mm -hmm. um so i play it in little bursts and it's like i'll do battle and it's like oh my god another person came from another world what are we gonna do we gotta find a way back to our home and but first we gotta deal with these random things that showed up it's you know it's it's nothing to write home about it is a fan service game it is a crossover game and it is what it is you know okay that sounds neat it looks cool i like seeing i like seeing mashups like that it's uh that's always a a nice celebration of franchises Mm -hmm. yeah I love that good stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, that sounded a little more sensual than I intended it to. Yeah, let but me pull my yeah, back up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I had a, uh, I had intended to talk about anime conventions, but we got into a video game sinkhole. Yeah, we we kind of we kind of went on a rant there. Yeah, I, no, I your hot take ate up a bunch of time. Oh, oh man, the, yeah, the hot take ate up a bunch of time, but we also got into games in general and like Final Fantasy. Um, so I might, I might go ahead and save the anime convention talk for the next episode, and instead jump right into my my weekly recommendations. Ooh, yes, yeah, what I have for I, us this week. So I got, I got an anime and I got two mangas, and uh, yes, indeed. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll talk about the anime first. Like, have you ever heard of an anime called Genshiken? Uh Genshiken. No. Go ahead and spell it for me. Uh G E N. I have it written down here. It's G E N S H I K E N. So that's actually the shortened form of the actual title, which essentially translates to the was it the Society for the Study of Modern Visual Culture, um, and it's basically about a basically about a, a college club, and it starts out with this story. Uh, with this kind of like hapless otaku guy. He's kind of a he's kind of a quiet closet otaku guy. Like he's he's afraid to be really open with his his fandom. And he you know he meets this other guy who's he's like an attractive guy, and he's completely open with his his fandom. And so they end up kind of like bonding a little bit in the first episode. You meet a couple of the other characters, and they join this club. And it's it's all these weird quirky characters in this club and they all basically if i'm being honest they actually kind of fill the role of like you know actual anime fans um and i think that was what made it enjoyable there's a lot of there's some decent comedy in there um but there's also a lot of really cool um exploration of otaku culture and it's it's actually pretty accurate for the time at least um and the characters were fun and they basically are human and I think that's what really appealed to me about the series. It's only like 12 episodes long for the first season. And I, I honestly say you could watch the first season of the anime and be good to go. The second season was okay. It's just, they kind of made some original episodes and didn't just adapt some of the manga. Mm-hmm. And so it got, it got kind of weird, but the first season is fantastic. And you meet all the, the quirky characters and the kind of trouble they get into. And, but you know, you have like the kind of like the closet otaku guy who's kind of learning to open up a little bit. You have the attractive guy that has no shame and actually has a girlfriend that's a normie, um, much to her chagrin. He's really into to dojins and stuff like that. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing is it doesn't it doesn't shy away from hentai or like the topic of hentai at all. Like they, there's an episode where they go to Comic Cat and it's actually like okay, you know this is us waiting in line. This is what it like. Look how crowded it is. There's cosplayers stuff like that and you. You mean other characters like, you know, that one's into cosplay. Another one is, you know, an artist, but he's kind of got a stutter. And there's all these little little kind of idiosyncrasies about these characters that are quite realistic. Um, I think at one point they even get a new member who ends up being that really cringy anime fan. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that's really has no shame and is loud in public and 
talks it talks about inappropriate stuff at the wrong time right. and and it's, it's really social grace member absolutely and it's really kind of funny to see the actual characters react to it um and i really like it it was it was a good solid show i mean it, it even talks about like you know when college clubs over there they circles as they call them they have like welcome parties and they go out and drink at an izakaya or something like that and you know they cover like kind of some of the, the way they would interact in those environments and it, it it's a good show that has the right amount of character depth and it's uh, got some good comedy. And I would honestly say the animation is really good. Also, it has, uh, has some really good voice actors in there that you would recognize. Um, I'm, but I'd say just check it out. It's anybody that is interested in kind of watching a good otaku culture show should watch Genshin again. Um, you'll enjoy it. I just tried looking it up to see if I could find where it's streaming at and I don't see anywhere. Um, really yeah you may have to uh get creative with yeah uh, finding that or yeah just check out your local anime dealer or your online dealer um just to give a heads up yeah i don't i don't think it's out of print yet i think it was available on right stuff anime.com but i think i saw I'll have to pop up i think I saw yeah pop up. The i'll have to check it out sure is still for sale. the manga is so good like it's really good volumes one through nine the original run is so good like it's just fantastic for uh character development and all the characters are very realistic and fun and the art's really good but yeah enough gushing about one of my favorite series genshin i'm going to move on to a couple manga suggestions um everybody knows sukasa hojo for the famous series city hunter a personal favorite of mine as well yeah um i mean it's it's just a staple but they uh they also make other series and one of the series they did was a, a series called uh, family compo or f compo and it, it's basically its full name is family composition and it's actually a really remarkably fun and refreshing uh, take on uh transgender uh family dynamics because this guy basically his parents uh i believe his parents die and he ends up going to live with his aunt and uncle but they basically turn out to be dressing like the the aunt dresses as a guy and the the uncle dresses as a girl but that's because they have those features um and her, his cousin is kind of jumps between male and female and it's all his dynamics and learning to live with people like this and and learn that they actually are good people they they're caring like their family for a reason and they want good things for him and he's while he's uncomfortable to start with he starts becoming more comfortable with it i mean one of the one of the scenes actually has uh has the the aunt and uncle show up to like one of the like family days or something like that and he asks them to dress as their normal genders and they actually do but it's it kind of denotes the fact that you know you don't have control over some of this stuff sometimes because when they like the characters dress up as their actual genders a lot of people think they're transvestites that are cross-dressing like they're just general features look the opposite of what they actually are. And so like the character starts to learn about it. I think he even ends up, uh, you know, joining a theater club and he has to dress up as a, as a girl and, and kind of becomes a little more familiar with what kind of things are going through. And it's really, like, I think he, it ran for four years and it's, it's got a, a decent amount of like Hojo's comedy and, but it's also got the really great art and, you know, poignant like story beats. It's, it's worth looking up. I think it, yeah, it's only it's only like it ran for four years. I think it's only got like 190 chapters or something like that. Uh, you know, don't quote me, but it's you know it's a good read. You can usually find it and uh, and give it a read. And I, I suggest it highly, especially uh, if you're interested in that kind of topic. It it's actually pretty educational and refreshing. And there's definitely some tone deaf moments here and there, but it's also pretty old at this point. Um, but also, not just that that series. Hojo also wrote a sequel series to City Hunter. And uh, without uh, without uh, spoiling some details that are important to City Hunter and Angel Heart, he ends up, uh, Ryo Saiba ends up with a daughter, essentially, who used to be an assassin. And he, he's now brought her out of the darkness into the light. And it's a show. It's basically City Hunter. But now the main character is the girl and like all the City Hunter characters as like side characters. And it, it kind of goes in that same formula. There's action packed adventures and mystery solving, but it's set in a little bit later time period. 
and with a younger protagonist and one that like had no problem killing at one point, kind of like Rio, but they never really touched on it too much in the original series is she, you know, they really touch on how much she killed um, at the beginning of the series, but it ends up going from like a very serious start to city hunter esque fun. And if, so if you already are a huge city hunter fan and would like to see more of that angel hearts, the way to go. Um, I can't recommend it enough. I, you know, I still go back and read it because I, I still go back and read City Hunter and Angel Heart. And I believe there was even an anime for it. So I definitely recommend checking those out. Um, Sukasa Hojo, honestly, is a great creator with a lot of series like Cat's Eye and um, uh, is another good one. And there's another series that is escaping me at the moment. But Sukasa Hojo, get to it. You'll love it. Man. OK, that's quite a uh, it's quite a lineup a little mm-hmm. for everybody. But all right, man. I think that kind of wraps up everything we could, uh, everything we could talk about. We kind of went all around the horn on. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. We could have gone day. another hour. <laughs> Golly, yeah. We'll save that for another day, another hour. But, all right, man, Stephen. You got any other questions, comments, concerns? For, uh, you know, for for me, I guess for the podcast. No, uh, you know, I'd say I'd say you know for those of you who are listening to us, uh, try to hit us up on our Twitter and give us some feedback. I mean we're pretty hardy guys we can take it uh just you know i welcome constructive criticism and i'm learning as you as as we go along so hopefully you guys enjoy the show and i'll be back next week absolutely and for those of you who don't know where else you can listen you can check us out on spotify itunes youtube and google podcast um you can check us out on our twitter where we try to post almost daily um you can check us out on waifu wednesdays we try to pick us a waifu of the week and post about our um you can check us out or the twitter itself is at sinco podcast that's s-e-n-k-o-u podcast and with that that uh, wraps us up Stephen. i'll see you next week man see you next week my friend bye bye <laughs>